This is another episode of On the Grid by Z Prime. Love your energy. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Z Prime On the Grid. I am Dylan Lockwood. Joining me is my co-host, Joyce Dooley. Joyce, how are you doing today? Hi, Dylan. I'm doing really fantastic. Thank you. How are you? Uh, I'm doing pretty good, and I'm excited to talk about some grid modernization and circular economy stuff today with a really fun guest. Uh, joining us today is Nicola Tagliafiero, uh, Head of Sustainability at NLX. Nicola, welcome to the podcast. Hello. Hi. Hi, everyone. I'm very happy to be, to be here today. So tell us uh, about the work that you and your company do out there in Italy. NLX is a very young company within uh, a very established group like uh, NL, which started uh, in, um, in, in Italy as a headquarter and then now became a worldwide group, one of the biggest utilities. In particular, NLX uh, works uh, on innovation and energy transition, working on uh, developing uh, new and innovative solutions to respond to clients' needs. My work in this contest is to work on sustainability and circular economy aspects and in ensuring that all our solutions are and contain as much as possible in the whole circular economy and sustainability aspects and exploit the best of what is the technology and innovation is providing us to be as, as, as more sustainable as possible. But the sustainability is not just in terms of a circular economy, because for NL, sustainability is also social sustainability. So we work on making our solution not just sustainable from an environmental perspectives, but also from a social inclusion perspective. So, yeah, you, you mentioned uh, circular economy work there, and that's a term we're hearing enter the global energy discussion more. So what does circular economy uh, mean in this context, and how do electric utilities uh, fit into it? It is very important to say that circular economy is not just recycling and reuse. Unfortunately, in, um, in Europe, what we notice is that circular economy is most part of the contest that is associated just to this important business model because recycling and reuse, it's a very important uh, business model and in any case belongs to utilities. Uh, businesses, but the circular economy is uh, much more because a circular economy is five business models, starting from uh, sustainable input, which uh, is uh, uh, and contains everything is connected to uh, input we inject into our processes, like, for example, energy. Energy is one of the main uh, production inputs. Then we have product as a service, as business model belonging to the circular economy. This is a, a, an important uh, innovation in the definition of circular economy, including also models like uh, product as a service, sharing, or life extension. Because those three models could belong to the part of the business 
connected uh, to the consumption also uh, of the products and of the solutions. So it is very important that we ensure that during the consumption phase, uh, the product is uh, exploited and is used as much as possible because only in this way we can really reduce the use of resources and maximize the resources, uh, the limited resources we have. So, and then, uh, as you can see now, we have uh, within the definition of circular economy, not just the recycling and reuse, but we included also sustainable input, product as a service, sharing platform, because uh, through the sharing, we allow more people to use uh, the same products, uh, the same services, and then in, in, in this way, maximizing the, the use of it. And then we have the uh, life extension. Life extension is uh, everything that is connected, uh, for example, with the uh, regeneration uh, of products. We have a very clear example on the market, uh, which is the mobile business regeneration. Now we know that this is becoming more and more a, a sector and a, a very profitable sector as well. In this case, we are working on a specific uh, business model. But uh, when we think about circular economy, we have to think to all of those five business models. Are, are there any case studies that can demonstrate good models for North American utilities looking to be a part of a circular economy? Let's say that the business model, uh, I believe, is the most uh, is most simple and most significant at the moment, maybe, is the one connected to the sustainable input. In the sense that uh, renewable uh, energy production belonging perfectly and is uh, part of the first business model of the circular economy. So the one that uh, is looking at uh, sustainable input and uh, clearly producing uh, electricity from uh, the sun, from the wind, uh, from the uh, from the water, from the so the hydro. Uh, electricity is definitely belonging uh, and is part of the first uh, of the first input uh, of the sustainable input of the circular of the circular economy. So I think that in North America, many companies are part uh, already of this business model and are applying today uh, circular economy principles. But uh, uh, another business model, very interesting, which is uh, is part of of an LX, an LX strategy, is uh, the demand response service as well. This is uh, uh, another service uh, that is uh, is working towards uh, not only sustainable input, but also is looking to uh, sharing platform business model. The reason is because uh, providing uh, the demand response service uh, to the grid operator, uh, we are from one side allowing more renewable resource, uh, renewable uh, generation entering into the market. So the system operator will be more incentivated to allow new capacity of renewable generation entering into the market because thanks to demand response the system operator will be able to manage the volatility of this kind of uh, generation on the other side thanks to demand to, to the demand response we are also working on sharing uh, business model of the circular economy and the reason is that because we are using spare capacity 
of companies to provide a service to the grid operator. This is, a, let's say, a very interesting way how to read uh, innovative uh, services that are uh, working on innovation thanks to digitalization, uh, avoiding that power plant, uh, old power plant, coal, gas, uh, oil, are uh, exist and are, uh, are paid just to intervene into the system if the grid operator will need uh, for security uh, of the system. So thanks to the demand response, this is a clear example of how through the circular economy, the application of the sharing model, the application of the sustainable input model, we are using existing capacity, of course not used uh, from the from from the companies, uh, and thanks to the aggregation and the digitalization, we can uh, practically uh, replace the the, the old uh, power plant, big power plant, uh, to be built just to provide this specific service. From a consumer perspective, what are the expectations here with the circular economy? Well, Joyce, this um, actually is a, is, is a question that we can, uh, in, in this moment, uh, forecast in terms of uh, what can be the future profile of a circular consumer. In NLX, we, we studied specifically this case, and we identified that the, currently there is not a, a unique circular consumer. But there are different single profiles, for example, of people that are starting to install photovoltaic in their house. There are some other group of people that are buying electric vehicles. There are other uh, that, for example, they are uh, into biological food or other people that are into, um, for example, into repair uh, their uh, house or uh, all their equipments. So actually, there are those different profiles, but uh, those profiles are in separate communities at the moment. So what we expect that in the near future, thanks to the digitalization and the platformization, this, uh, uh, th those different communities uh, will converge together into a unique profile. So uh, we expect that in the near future, we need a younger uh, consumer maybe can become a circular consumer once they will put together all those aspects. How do we broaden the scope of the utility function in order to meet the evolving needs of customers? The utilities needs to listen to the customers, uh, looking at uh, clearly to the new needs that are currently emerging. And um, of course, we're trying to have an holistic approach. The holistic approach means uh, we need to look uh, into modernization, we need to look into uh, innovation, but we also need to look at uh, current available technologies, so we need to look into uh, costs of those technologies, we need to look at uh, the purchase power of the clients, and uh, we have to try to match all those, uh, those aspects together. 
So what we believe is that we need to use circular economy to make uh, available as much as possible new services to clients, for example, applying uh, models as product as a service. So the product as a service uh, start to disconnect the concept of the ownership of a good with the service. This is an incredible, this business model of the circular economy has an incredible power because uh, from a sustainability point of view, has a strong social impact. So it's not only an environmental impact. In this case, circular economy is going to provide a great uh, social impact because uh, people that couldn't afford, any, for example, in this moment, to buy a car, thanks to the product as a service, they can now buy or have, not, not buy anymore, but have a car and use a car only when they need a car. The same thing, consider that there are big groups, not just in the electricity, but big groups that are moving into this direction. For example, like Philips. Philips is not selling anymore the bulbs, but they're selling a service of lighting, which is incredible that we are not talking anymore to invest anymore into infrastructure, etc. But we are just paying monthly what is a service for the lighting. And incredibly, other big companies like IKEA are applying exactly the same concept, for example, on the furnitures. Now, for if I am a student and I will need to use a room or a small apartment for one year of my master or my MBA, I can just take furniture in product as a service. Behind, there is one it's very important social aspect because I don't need anymore to do a big investment in the beginning. But the second important environmental aspect is the end of life. Because thanks to the product as a service, when I finish to use, so after my year of MBA, I can give back the furniture to IKEA that is going to give to another student. And that's the powerful. So I, I don't have waste. Maybe in the past, uh, the same furniture will just uh, uh, represent a waste uh, and uh, the landfill could have been, for example, the only solution. So great, powerful, social, powerful, and also sustainability, environmental power. So this is the direction, just to, to, to answer to your questions, utilities and in general, every sector should respond to the client needs. So Nicola, how are the you know, economic challenges and, and the grid modernization challenges linked. You know, does working on one also help with the other, or do the challenges kind of bump off each other? Yes, are definitely are definitely connected. We are uh, linked to our past, our habits, uh, the habits of our clients are, are important, and uh, they they need to be to be considered. So, and changing in the habits uh, takes a uh, long time takes uh, long and uh, important investments in terms of uh, education. Because um, education means uh, change also the habit of our consumptions, starting to understand uh, better when uh, some services is better to use uh, in a specific hour rather than in the others or specific days rather than other days. Or, for example, if I need to renounce to use in a specific moment something because, uh, for example, I can have uh, a new opportunity to exploit. 
This is really one of the aspects, I think, into the modernization in the sense that the consumer is uh, uh, transforming from uh, a passive users into also an active part of uh, the entire system. Because being part of the system means participating with my photovoltaic plant or with my battery. I have uh, directly in my in my house and uh, being part, for example, of the services uh, my utility can provide to the grid. So uh, this is uh, uh, a really big evolution that puts together the past with the future and uh, change totally the behavior and uh, the attitude of the consumer or now called prosumer. So I think that to, to step into this new level of awareness also from the uh, consumer perspective, uh, we need to work a lot uh, into education. And the role of utilities in this case is really to work a lot with the customers, with the client, with the consumers, to make them understand gradually this process so and to go through into this modernization process in the world just talking about. In your work as head of sustainability, what are some of the myths around sustainability that you see from your peers in Europe and also the US? Actually, uh, in sustainability, there is, there is unfortunately a myth in, in the sense that everything we think to do that can, just, uh, that can just improve something or can just benefit someone is normally associated to sustainability. This is actually, this is a myth and is something that is used uh, incorrectly from, from many companies where uh, uh, many times uh, just, uh, for example, participating to a project of planting some trees in a park is considered as a great action in terms of sustainability. So this creates uh, two order of problems. First of all, it creates uh, uh, greenwashing into the into the market, so that the consumers doesn't are not really anymore able to recognize if some, something really has uh, uh, an impact or a, a serious impact or not. And on the other side, uh, um, reduce the credibility of people that seriously work on on sustainability within the companies. So. Uh, double problem, internal problem into the organizations and external problem for to, towards clients and customers. So the center and the answer to, let's say, uh, to, to, to destroy this myth of, uh, of, of sustainability is definitely connected to the measurement and, uh, and, and let's say, the, the the, the correct and uh, uh, credible measurement of uh, uh, of the impact we have, and this is why in um, in NLX uh, um, my work in the first two years was just dedicated in developing a metrics a dedicated metrics to measure the circular economy. This because we, I believe that when we communicate internally to the organization, to my colleagues, first of all, to my CEO, and uh, when I was communicating with my clients, with the clients of uh, NLX and the NL Group, I need to be credible and I need to demonstrate that the impact 
I was uh, uh, creating, for example, on a solution through the uh, circular economy boosting program program I uh, introduced uh, in, in the first question, or um, through any other projects, I, I, I needed to show what was uh, the impact in terms of metrics and how this impact, for example, in terms of circular economy maturity level or in terms of CO2 reduction. So how exactly this impact uh, was calculated and what was the impact that was uh, was coming in, in terms of output. So uh, this, uh, I think, is the real way to to fight with this myth and to make sustainability uh, again at the center of our business credible towards colleagues, the organization, and towards clients. Nicola, thank you for that. And uh, thank you for joining us today on the podcast. We really uh, enjoyed the discussion and it's really interesting um, what what you've got going on over there in Italy and also what the implications are uh, down here. So yeah, thanks for joining us today. Thanks very much, uh, Dylan and Joyce. I mean, it was a pleasure for me to be to, to be here to, to discuss with you about this, those topics and uh, about NLX. And we look forward to, to our next discussion. Joyce, uh, thanks for joining the discussion today. Happy to have you here. Anytime. For our listeners, you can find our research and media at cprime.com. You can find us on social media at dylockwood at jedooley at cprime underscore research. My name is Dylan, and we'll see you all next time.